Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored presented by my good friends over at Burns and McCoy. Make sure you uh, subscribe to the podcast. However you're listening or watching, just go ahead, take a second. It's only a second. And just click on that subscribe button. Or maybe it says follow or it says love Scott. I don't know what it says. I don't really. There's so many different ways to listen to the podcast. But go ahead and make sure you're following us and or me, I should say. It's 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 me. There's nobody else involved. I guess Mile High Sports, but listen, I want all my folk all your focus on me right now. Look at me in the eyes if you're watching on video. If you're listening, let me make love to your ears vocally. Okay. Anyway, it got weird at the end. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But make sure you share this podcast with your friends. I really appreciate it. The numbers are looking good for the month. And it's all because of you guys. I, I truly, truly appreciate it. All right. Coming up on today's episode, we're going to talk about fighting at work and how that compares to fighting in sports. Obviously, we're reacting to the Jokic. Jokic. I always say Nikola Jokic's last name wrong when because I always think of how it's spelled. Anyway, we're going to get into that. Plus, stop moving to Colorado. And I'm from Denver.com had a great list that they came up with over the summer. And we're going to get into that because I think it's fun and funny. And it needs to be said on a, a, a bigger platform if possible. All right, but first, do yourself, your family, your friends a favor. Grab some Burns and McCoy. They have amazing hot sauce. I just had some about 30 minutes ago, and it just makes puts a smile on my face. And trust me, when you try Burns and McCoy products, they're going to put smiles on your face. And I suggest the hot sauce because that's what I'm into. I love hot sauce. I can, I can put hot sauce on anything, and especially when it's Burns and McCoy. I love it. But they also have amazing salsas, dressings, mustards, margarita mix, Bloody Mary mixes as well. Burns and McCoy is a family-run business. Their goal is to bring you only the best products made with the finest ingredients. Food should be fun. And they provide that fun with each unique flavor profile they offer. They're available at all grocery stores in the front range, or just check them out at burnsandmccoy.com. Yeah, uh, I'm, a, I'm slightly addicted to Burns and McCoy, but that's okay. It's okay. It's all real love, and I enjoy it tremendously. And my kids are really into it, too. But anyway, okay, so... If you've been kind of following the sports world, a little disclosure, I'm not a huge basketball fan anymore. Back in the day growing up, my brother and I were all about sports. And basketball was one of those sports that we were really into. We just loved watching it. And it was a a very physical game. And I loved watching the bad boys of the Detroit Pistons, which ironically enough, I ended up Becoming friends and, and co-workers with Scott Hastings, who, who used to be on the Pistons. Great guy. I actually got a quote from him that we're going to get to in regards to this first story. Um, but basketball's kind of changed. It's become softer. Now, the younger generation that's growing up with this era of basketball don't really get it. They think that all these guys are tough and just because they got these big, giant popcorn muscles. No, back in the day, you saw somebody like Bill Lambeer wanting to fight. All the guys fought back in the day. Charles Barkley. Oh, my God. I loved watching Charles Barkley. You don't mess with Charles Barkley. No. Everybody got in fights. 
because it was a tough league. It's, it's very soft now. So when there's pushing and shoving, everybody throws their hands up in the air like, oh my God, he is an animal. What am I talking about? Well, here's the play-by-play of an incident that happened as the Nuggets took on the Miami Heat. You see the, the bump by Morris and then that. Oh, my. All right, so he fouled him. And then Jokic cheap shots him. Well, he hit him when he wasn't looking. That's, That's a nasty cheap shot by a great player. Okay, so here's what happened. Jokic is going down. He's, he's, he's almost at half court, and he's, he extends his arms up to pass the ball to his teammate. As he's doing that, Markeith Morris decides to give Jokic a shot to the ribs. Right? Could have messed him up, but it's a clear, cheap shot. Like, just full body into his ribs. So, Jokic, who's been kind of bullied the entire game, and, you know, he's a, he's a big dude, finally was like, screw it, fuck it. And then he just shoved the dude back, shoved Morris, you know, like 10 feet. And Morris is acting like, you know, he, like he's on his deathbed. Like, oh my God, oh, the pain. Oh my God, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. Because he had a reality check. Because, listen, I, I, I wish Jokic, let's just call him Joker, because I always screw up his name. Uh, Joker, I wish Joker wouldn't have done it, but I understand why he did it. You don't fucking come up on somebody, hit them, and then turn your back and go, (laughs) you ain't getting me. And then be all pissed off and offended and cry victim when they get back at you? Come on, man. Morris. Quit being a pussy. Jeez, dude. You're acting like a punk. You don't sit there, cheap shot somebody, and then turn your back because you think that they're just going to take it. Eventually, somebody's going to snap. Eventually, you're going to get knocked to the ground. That's what happened. Don't do dumb shit. Don't get dumb results, Morris. Now, again, Joker, he shouldn't have done that. But I understand why he did. He was sick and fucking tired of it. And sometimes you just got to defend yourself. Here's Joker after the game. I think it's, it was a dirty play. And then I just needed to protect myself. I, I felt it bad. And it's, I'm not supposed to react that way. First of all, to not get thrown out of the game. Uh, so uh, to, I cannot help my team win the game, which is the most important thing. But... Uh, you know, it happens. I feel bad. Uh, I'm not supposed to react that way, but you know, on the way, I need to protect him somehow myself. Okay. He felt that he needed to protect himself. He understands he did something wrong, but it was also one of those moments where you're just gonna, you just gotta stand up for yourself. You can't let somebody bully you all the time. You can't. Okay. Every now and then, you can let it slide. But when you're constantly being a dick to somebody, eventually you're going to get knocked on your ass. And that's what happened. I would have done the same thing. You probably would have done the same thing. Here's what's crazy. And we'll get into that here in a second. But here's what's crazy. So uh, Jokic's brothers, and I can't pronounce their names, but they opened a Twitter account that night. 
at Jokic Brothers to respond to uh, Morris's brother, Marcus, who tweeted, this is what Morris, uh, the brother, tweeted. Waited till bro turned his back, shake my head, noted. And he also put an emoji with a hand with a pen writing something down. Like, ooh, I'm taking notes, bro. I'm coming after you, bro. So the brothers, Jokic's brothers, who, by the way, fought in the Serbian War, they're badasses. Anybody that's been in the military, I tip my cat to you, man or woman, you're a badass. Okay? You've seen some shit. And one of them's in the, in, in, I think, the Spartan League or something like that, as far as UFC-type style fighting. They're, they know how to fight. So they open up a Twitter account and say, oh, where is it? Where is it? Oh, my God. I just lost it. Oh, here's what they wrote. You should leave this the way it is instead of publicly threatening our brother. Your brother made a dirty play first. If you want to make a step further, be sure we will be waiting for you. <laughs> Jokic brothers. Oh, shit's about to go down. And here's what happened after the game is all the Miami Heat players, or most of them, were waiting in the hallway trying to, you know, pick a fight with the Denver Nuggets. Here, here's what's happening. Uh, somebody was being a bully. They did something they weren't supposed to be, be doing. And I guess you can't really say bully. He was just being a dick. Okay? Morris was just being a dick. That's who he is. He can't help it. But here's the thing. Jokic was just like, you know what? Fuck you, dude. Quit being a dick. And then he pushed him out of the way like a little gnat that he is and uh, shoved him across the floor. And he rolled around giving his best, best performance of, oh, the pain. Oh, I may have lacerated my kidney. Fuck. Shit. I see a bright light. I see a br Oh, those are the uh, arena lights. Either way, ah. It's like, dude, stop. You started it. You didn't finish it. Here's the thing. Don't sit there and cry victim, Morris. You started the shit, okay? And Joker finished the shit. Don't start no shit. Won't be no shit, to quote the NBA legend that is the one and only Scott Hastings. And also my good friend. I love him. Anyway, don't start shit if you're not willing to back it up. And you just thought you were going to get away with it. And you didn't. Joker stood up to you. Knocked you on your ass. Now you're crying like a little bitch. Stop. If you guys want the NBA to go physical and be like the 80s, I'm all for it. But don't just sit there, throw cheap shots, and then cry because somebody retaliated. That's what you get, bro. Anyway, those two teams meet up again, and I cannot wait to see that because... Joker only got a one-game suspension. Uh, Morris got fined, I believe, $50,000. It's a good chunk of change. Uh, so Joker gets that. In addition to that one-game suspension, he, he loses pay for that. I don't, I don't recall the dollar amount, but there's both penalties going 
all over the place. A lot of people in Miami, Miami Heat fans, think there should be more penalties. In a sense, I agree with that. Because if this shit really happened in a workplace, where, where do you work? Whether it's construction, a restaurant, an office, a bank. Could you imagine if a coworker or a customer just comes up to you and say you're putting some papers away or, or whatever, and your ribs are exposed, and they just come up to you and knocks you in the ribs, what do you think is going to happen? You're going to knock them on their block, or knock their block off, I should say. You don't knock them on the block, like Jenny on the block. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know the words to that Jenny on the block song by J-Lo, but I just know she's amazingly gorgeous. But anyway... Not as gorgeous as my wife. I don't even know where I'm at. Oh, no. So, like, if you're in your workplace and somebody does that to you, I mean, shit's going to go down. I mean, if you honestly, wherever you work, if you close your eyes, or if you're driving, don't close your eyes. That'd be dumb. But imagine if you're doing your job, minding your business, and somebody comes up and just shoves you or hits you right in the ribs. I mean, you're going to throw down. You're going to be confused. What the hell just happened? There's going to be an altercation of some sort, whether it's verbal or and or physical. Now, I will say this. When it comes to sports versus reality, we've talked about sports versus reality before, but when you look at it in, a, in the sports realm, is your, it's a physical job. But that being said, this is outside the rules. And if, if, if the NBA wants to stop this type of shit from happening, as much as I hate to say it, then make the penalties more severe. Then the guys are going to stop it. But to be honest, if you're only going to suspend a guy one game, then it's totally fucking worth it. Totally worth it. I'm fine with it. Based on the penalties, I'm fine with it. Now, if, if the penalty was a 10-game suspension or more, then I'd be like, dude, Jokic, you can't do that. But it's a one game. Well, who gives a shit? Do it again <laughs> next time you meet up. But it's funny when you think about fighting in sports. I don't understand football players taking swings at guys when they, the other guy has a helmet on. That's just dumb. You're just going to bust your, your hand. The only thing you could do is if you're able to get underneath the helmet, the ma face mask, and then maybe crack their jaw or maybe even bust their nose or something like that. Otherwise, it's just like, don't fight. That's dumb. I do enjoy hockey fights. Those are fun to watch. That's why I started watching the Colorado Avalanche back in the day or why I continued to watch. They're a great team, but remember, if, you, if you're from Denver or you're an Avalanche fan, you have to remember the Detroit Red Wings-Colorado Avalanche rivalry. That was amazing. It was a bloodbath every single time they, they played, and it was great. They were two amazing franchises that were just great at hockey, but they also hated each other, and it was great to watch. It was. It made it fun. 
And, and I know a lot of people are like, you shouldn't have that kind of violence in, in the game. Well, if that's the case, okay, then make the penalties more severe. Again, obviously the NHL isn't, I mean, if you go to the, the box for five minutes and then you're out, that's eh, not really that big of a, a penalty, now is it? So obviously they don't care. And they know that's a draw for people to watch. So that's why they're going to keep that there. Baseball fights are pathetic. It's usually just one person takes a swing, and then next thing you know, there's a crowd of guys and nobody's really hitting each other. Unless it's like Nolan Ryan back in the day when he pummeled that one dude. But if baseball fights want to get better... Just let the dude rush the mound, and then everybody just circle around him. Give a five-foot radius, maybe ten foot, right? Around the guys and just, like, start chanting them on and, like, hold hands so nobody can get through. Like, this needs to happen. Nobody get through. Let him, <laughs> let him work it out. Let him work it out. <laughs> just imagine if that happened. <laughs> the, the umpires are trying to climb over. They're like, No. They need to work this shit out. Oh, that'd be funny. <laughs> There's consequences for your actions, guys. So, Morris, when you're sitting there complaining that uh, Jokic came after you and, and knocked you to the ground like a delicate little flower that you are, just remember, you're the one that started it. Joker finished it, okay? Sorry. Do dumb things, you get dumb results. That's it, bud. <laughs> Pick yourself up. Dust your, you, you know, off your, I was going to say panties, but that would be mean to say. Um, you know, just move forward, okay? Don't do it again. You're going to do it again. I know the next time you guys meet up, it's going to get, shit's going to hit the fan. Everybody knows it. And everybody's going to tune in for it. NBA's loving this shit. Because at the end of the day, they're going to be getting more viewers on this matchup, and people are going to love it. That's more money. Sponsorship dollars. Yeah, maybe one game is all it need, they need and all they really wanted because there's more money to be made. All right. We got a PSA for you. Stop moving to Colorado. That's coming up next. But if you do live in Colorado, perk up your ears. Since 2010, Terrapin Care Station has been providing patients and customers with premium cannabis products at low prices. With online ordering, you can order quickly and conveniently. For up-to-date products and promotions, head to terrapincarestation.com or come visit one of their six convenient Colorado locations. They have an incredibly friendly and professional staff who will help you find the cannabis products that are right for you. Whether if it's in one of their dispensaries or just around town, you'll always feel welcome and well cared for. You're free to be you with Terrapin. Not just because you love weed, but because at Terrapin, weed loves you back. Terrapin. Flower to the people. Boom, you're welcome. This is Chris Fusley, owner of the Blake Street Tavern. I know most people go home for the holidays. Me, I stay at the Blake Street Tavern, where there's always a holiday party happening. Don't worry, you still have time to book your bash. With 18,000 square feet and six separate rooms, we can span the spectrum from intimate gatherings to mega corporate events. 
Call us at 303-675-0505 and we'll get you all the info you'd need. It's a story of Blake Street Tavern at Park and Blake where Denver rings in the holidays. I'm from Denver.com. If you're on social media, you see a lot of them uh, doing stuff on, on Facebook and stuff. They do a lot of great fun things in, in regards to living in Colorado. So one thing is that if you live in Colorado and you have for a while, you get tired of everybody moving in. And listen, I get it. Colorado is a beautiful place. I know a lot of people that have moved here from out of state, and they say the same thing. Oh, God, it's so beautiful. So beautiful. And I'm like, yeah, it is. Now get the fuck out. <laughs> so the, the people from I'mFromDenver.com back in June decided to make a list, 10 reasons why you should never, ever move to Colorado. All right, you guys ready? Here we go. The altitude sickness is real. A lot of people don't believe that altitude sickness is a real thing, but it is. Go up in the mountains. It, like me, I'm, I'm used to the mile high area. But then when I go up to the mountains and I'm at like 9,000, 10,000 feet, and I just walking up a slight hill, I'm like, motherfucker. Could you imagine if you lived at sea level and coming over here and even just doing the downtown Denver area? It's got to be exhausting. Why would you put yourself through that? Go stay somewhere in like California, right? I mean, and here's the thing, altitude sickness. It's not just you're out of breath, but you can get nasty headaches, vomiting, loss of sleep, loss of appetite, fever, weakness, dizziness, memory problems. Sounds pretty bad. You should stay home in California or wherever the hell you're from, okay? Also, number two, the cost of living is outrageous here in Colorado. Horrible, especially in the Denver area. My wife and I were looking at houses because we were rolling around the idea of moving. And while we could get a, you know, a decent amount of money for our house, but when you start looking at something that's bigger, you're like, holy shit, it's expensive. And then if you're trying to rent, oh, it's even worse. For like a, a two-bedroom apartment that's very small, you're going to spend over two grand. That's just rent. That's right about what it is. So, and it's constantly going up. And it, it does fluctuate a little bit. But, I mean, I just don't do it. There's nowhere to live. It's just too expensive. The traffic here sucks. Yeah, and part of that is all those out-of-towners coming in here and don't know how to fucking drive, especially come wintertime. Oh, my God. You people, you people that drive so fast when there's ice on the ground or snow, we just get, as soon as there's a new snow here in, in Colorado, people are just going to start whipping down the highway, and I don't know how many times I've been driving on I-25, and all of a sudden I see somebody... Some dickhead in a, in a truck just whipped by me. And I'm like, oh, shit. And next thing you know, you see him spinning out. Or you just see him on the side, one of the, the shoulders, four ways blinking. Because he crashed. Happens all the time. All the time. Idiot drivers. 
And then once there's an accident, traffic is just a nightmare. When I used to work at down off of Orchard Road and drive up to Thornton every day, if there'd be days where it would take me like 35 minutes to get home. But if there was like one accident, it could take like an hour. There was times where it took me like two hours to get home. Fucking hated it. Traffic's awful. Yeah, and, and number four is nobody can drive. They wrote worth a darn. I, I would say nobody can drive worth a shit. Also, another thing, number five, Peyton Manning retired, and the Broncos still haven't figured out their uh, quarterback situation. Really? I mean, Teddy Bridgewater's playing okay. Just okay. So uh, that's kind of a downer. You don't want to move here. Don't want to move here. We, uh, Colorado also has awful potholes. Awful potholes. I mean, other states are just like, ooh, we got a bad pothole. Then Colorado's just like, here's this fucking canyon in the middle of I-225. Just showed up. Nobody knows how. Don't go there. This one, I, because I, obviously when they wrote it, things have changed, but they said uh, uh, we have the worst Mexican food got to disagree with that there's some great mexican food here in colorado i'm not really doing uh you know any help on this because we do have great mexican food here but their example was casa bonita casa bonita was shit but now that the guys from south park bought casa bonita all eyes are on them to have some great cuisine there don't you think casa bonita might end up being like a a huge Mexican beacon of greatness. So hopefully that's the case. But but still, you shouldn't come here. Horrible weather. Well, I shouldn't say horrible. It's insane weather. It's going to be hot, cold, rainy, windy. And that's just in one fucking day. Right? How many times do you... I always remember when new people come in and they said, like I used to work with uh, some new guys and they're from say the East coast or whatever. And it snowed. Like it was a horrible drive into work. And they're like, yeah, it's going to be tough drive home. I'm like, mm, no, it'll probably all be melted by then. And they're like, what? No way. Yeah, <laughs> it will. By 10, 10 AM, the sun was already blazing out and the roads were getting dry. That's Colorado. Another bad thing. Why you shouldn't move to Colorado? Everybody smokes marijuana. Everybody. We're all just a bunch of potheads. It's true. Smoking doobies on the corner. Eating their Cheez-Its and Funyuns. Getting high on dope. That's everybody in Colorado. Don't move here. Don't, don't you dare. I'll have to tell you guys a, a funny weed story of mine <laughs> i'll do that at another time maybe 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 i'll do it in five minutes <sighs> colorado used to be a peaceful place it's not so much anymore crime is getting kind of out of hand it seems as of late so listen if you're thinking about moving to colorado don't we don't want you here we're fine with uh everybody's who's here well, there's probably a few people we'd like to kick out, I'm sure. But uh, no more coming in, okay? Thanks.
Thank you guys, uh, everybody from I'mFromDenver.com. Great, great job coming up with that list. And I'm sure there's other things we could have added to it. But they do a good job. I love watching their stuff or reading their stuff as well. So thank you guys so much. All right, I'll, I'll just tell you. I'll just tell you my weed story. All right, so back in the day, I used to smoke weed a lot. <clears throat> yeah, it's true. It's true. So, I, okay, I'm an open book. I told you guys, I'm an open book. I'll be honest with you. So one day, I, I want to go to the Renaissance Festival with my buddy, Spencer. And he, he had these edibles, and they're like those chuba chews or chiba chews or something like that. It's basically like a little Tootsie Roll, but it's full of weed. And I ate half of that, and then I smoked a bowl. And then we're like, let's go into the Renaissance Festival. <laughs> so we're like, wait, what? That's a great idea. Let's do it. So by the time I get in there, I am just completely gone. Like, I am the happiest I've ever been in my life. <laughs> I am just so happy. And, uh, you know, he and I are just, like, walking around. It's great. And then, of course, I'm stoned off my mind. So I'm like, let's go get turkey legs. I mean, you're at the Renaissance Festival. Even if you're sober, you, you're going to want to eat a turkey leg. And I believe that was the first time I had ever been there. So I'm like, this is great. Got to do it. So we take a bite. And I'm like, this has no seasoning on it. This is horseshit. Tastes awful. I need salt and pepper. So I walk over to where we bought the turkey legs, and I'm going to get salt and pepper. So as I'm walking, I'm really taking notice. Again, I am gone. My, I am as high as I've ever been. So I'm walking, and I notice the cashier. And I'm like, wow. That guy is really good at his job. Oh, my God. I'm like, look at him. He's using two hands. Like, he's doing one thing with one hand. He's doing another thing with the other hand. I'm like, wow, he is so efficient. He is so efficient. He is a great worker. And I am just, like, in awe of this. I'm like, this guy is good. He is a good employee. He is kicking ass and taking names, and he's super friendly. This guy if I were a hiring manager, he'd be on my radar because this guy's good. This guy's damn good. And then all of a sudden, I go, hmm, nobody's near me as far as my buddy. And I'm like, uh, what am I doing over here? And I look back at my buddy, and he's just like almost on the ground cracking up. Like he can't stop laughing. Because he knows that I totally forgot what I was going to do. He's literally about 20, 25 feet away from me. And he's just watching me just get lost in, he doesn't even know what. So I'm, I turn around and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing here? What was I, why did I come over here? And I'm like, God, that guy, that guy is so good. <laughs> then like for like 10 seconds, I'm like lost in this guy again for how efficient he is. I'm like, wow, he's good. And I'm like, hmm, boy, that taste in my mouth, that turkey leg sucked. 
Oh, that's right. I'm here for the salt and pepper. So I grab, <laughs> grab the salt and pepper, put it on the turkey leg, and then go back. And he's just dying. He can't stop laughing. Hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> also, later that time, like, you know, he we laughed about that. Then, like, I go over, and we're watching these two ladies juggle. And they're, like, say, 10 feet apart, and they're just juggling between each other. Like, really cool. They're like, okay, now we need a volunteer. I'm like, oh, shit, who's going to go do that? We need somebody to stand in the middle, and we're going to, you know, whiz these right by their head. I'm like, oh, my God, that's scary. And then, literally, the lady looks at me, and she says, how about the handsome fellow with the beard? And I had a beard at the time. And I'm like, oh, shit, no. And I am laughing, and I calmly turn to my buddy to get his reaction, and he just bolts out of, <laughs> out of there. He's like, I'm not going to get caught in this. I'm like, holy shit. Look back at the lady, and she's like, come on. I'm like, no, fuck it. And I just left. <laughs> it was so funny. So there, that's a, that's a funny weed story for you. Don't get high, or maybe if you want to, do, and go to the Renaissance Festival. It's very entertaining. Entertaining. Anyway, and also, don't do an edible and smoke <laughs> at the same time. Probably a bad idea. Anyway, by the time we left, I was... We were just had a great old time. So anyway, <laughs> all right, let's put a bow on this here in a second. But everybody knows Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton. They're the best, right? And everybody knows Total Beverage has an incredible selection of beer, wine, and spirits. But did you know they deliver? They do. Did you know they have curbside pickup available? They do. And did you know they do online wine education classes uh, they do they do stop by on 104th and thornton or on sheridan in westminster and see for yourself or you can always find weekly deals events or even drink recipes online at totalbev.com total beverage everything you need and more all right here's the thing putting a bow on this Again, to quote the great Scott Hastings, <clears throat> don't start no shit, won't be no shit, okay? As far as NBA goes. And NBA, obviously, is loving every bit of this because the the amount of viewers for their next matchup between the Nuggets and the Heat, oh my God, they're actually going to get ratings. Because let's be honest, NBA doesn't draw in as much as the NFL does, Okay? So they're loving this. That's why Joker only gets a one-game suspension. They want him back on there because they know that's going to increase viewership. It's crazy, but it's true. Also, stop moving to Colorado, please. We truly appreciate it. Listen, I'm sure you're a nice person, but we're just not interested. Thanks. Goodbye. <laughs> You guys have a great day. Remember, block out the haters. Embrace love and happiness. You should be good. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you share it with your friends. Thanks to Burns and McCoy. Go ahead, check them out at burnsandmccoy.com. Trust me, you're going to love the product once you taste it. It's All their stuff is great. I haven't had anything that was bad. It's all great. I love it. 
Blake Street Tavern, thank you guys so much for sponsoring the program as well. Go check them out at 23rd and Blake in downtown Denver. Terrapin Care Station, terrapincarestation.com. That's spelled T-E-R-R-A-P-I-N, carestation.com. And thank you so much to Total Beverage. Go to totalbev.com, Total Beverage, everything you need and more. Thank you to Mile High Station, or Mile High Sports, excuse me, and uh, everybody over there, especially you, Nate Lundy. Thanks, buddy. All right, I'll talk to you guys later. Have a great day. Let's keep moving forward. Bye. Ta-ta.